Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque maintaining his innocence in the PhilHealth corruption scandal. At least two senators agree with him. Malaysia closing its borders to several countries, including the Philippines, to prevent the further spread of COVID-19. And Brazil now officially in a recession as it struggles to deal with a pandemic. Hi, I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Thanks for joining us. First up, Philippine Health Secretary Francisco Duque vowing to clear his name in the multi-billion peso corruption scandal hounding Phil Elf. On Tuesday, a Senate panel recommended graft and malversation charges against Duque and PhilHealth officials for their alleged involvement in anomalies hounding the state-run insurance firm. Duque, the chairman of PhilHealth's board, says it's unfortunate he's being tagged in the controversy over the interim disbursement mechanism when he was not present when the board deliberated on it. He says it's also not the best time for two branches of government to be at loggerheads given the ongoing pandemic. Still, Duque promises to cooperate in any inquiry on the matter. The Office of the Ombudsman is also investigating Duque on the Health Department's response to the COVID-19 crisis. Senator Richard Gordon disagreeing with a recommendation to file criminal charges against Health Secretary Francisco Duque. He says the Senate Committee of the Whole's inquiries did not find enough evidence to pin down Duque. But Gordon says he will still sign the committee report with reservations. I always want to be fair. No? Uh, you know, it's not popular to, to be seen as uh, uh, supporting Duque, but I have a copy here. Uh, he was being blamed for the IRM mess. Mm -mm. In fact, in truth and in fact, he was never there. He did not participate. He was absent. If there are other things that they can charge him with, uh, then they'll have to come up with something. Senator Pantilo Laxon also sees insufficient evidence against Duque. Laxon believes Duque was not involved in the illegal implementation of the IRM or in the procurement of overpriced IT equipment. Laxon is one of Duque's staunchest critics and had called on the health chief to resign over the country's COVID-19 response. Philippine Senator Risa Ontiveros hopes the new PhilHealth chief will be able to finally put an end to the anomalies within the state health insurer. Ontiveros says it's now up to Attorney Dante Giran to go after corrupt officials and prevent such controversies from happening under his watch. As a former NBI director, uh, umaasa ako na at the very least alam uh, ni Mr. Gieran na he has to hit the ground running. At da, alam niya na ang dapat managot ay dapat panagutin. He has to hit the ground running by going after the big fish. But if he is the right man for the job, uh, isang bagay na kailangan niyang uh, patunayan. Especially now, PhilHealth can spell the difference, Christian, between life and death for Filipinos. I really hope that Attorney Geran uh, will be able to put an end to the seasonal controversy uh, that PhilHealth continues to face. His okay. success, his success would restore the much-needed faith of the public in PhilHealth. We must hope he really gets to the bottom of the seasonal problems in PhilHealth. At okay. Mabuwag na niya sa wakas ang anumang mga mafia na uh, nanduroon. 
The former NBI chief was appointed to the post by President Duterte despite Kiran admitting he has no experience in public health, which is a requirement to head the agency. Malaysia will bar the entry of long-term immigration pass holders from India, Indonesia and the Philippines starting next Monday, September 7. The move is meant to prevent imported coronavirus cases amid a spate of new clusters in Malaysia. The ban covers permanent residents, expatriates and students. It also includes those on spouse visas and participants of Malaysia's My Second Home program. Health officials in Southeast Asia's third largest economy have recorded over 9,000 COVID-19 cases with 128 deaths as of Tuesday. French satirical magazine Charlie Hebdo republishes caricatures of the Prophet Muhammad to mark the start of the trial of alleged accomplices in the 2015 attack on its offices. 17 people were killed in that incident while all three gunmen died. Those facing trial include the wife of one of the suspects and a network of men who allegedly supplied the attackers with guns, ammunition, bulletproof vests and transportation. Three of the defendants are being tried in absentia. On Tuesday, French President Emmanuel Macron said it was not his place to pass judgment on the magazine's republished cartoons that sparked a wave of anger in the Muslim world. But Macron said it was incumbent on French citizens to show civility and respect and avoid a dialogue of hate. Here's the latest in business. Brazil's economy contracts by a record 9.7 percent. The drop was larger than the forecast, but fared better than other virus-hit economies. Its government has launched a stimulus program worth 7.3 percent of the country's 2020 GDP to aid Brazilians amid the pandemic. According to the Brazilian Institute of Geography and Statistics, Brazil's GDP is now at the same level as late 2009, the height of the global financial crisis. Prior to the pandemic, Brazil was on its way to recovering from its longest recession in history. It's a make-or-break deadline for TikTok. U.S. President Donald Trump stands pat on the September 15th deadline for TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, to sell the company. He says he will not hesitate to pull the plug on TikTok if it misses that date. TikTok earned the ire of Trump because of the supposed national security concerns. TikTok has since denied any links to the Chinese government. Well, I told them that uh, they have till September 15th to make a deal. After that, we close it up in this country. And uh, I said that the United States has to be compensated, well compensated, because we are the ones that are making it possible. And so we should be compensated. So the Treasury has to be well compensated. Reports earlier said ByteDance may announce a deal as early as this week for the sale of TikTok. Microsoft, in partnership with Walmart and Oracle, are the two top contenders for the bid. A Nikkei Asian Review columnist sees no material impact on foreign relations between Japan and the Philippines, with Prime Minister Abe Shinzo stepping down. William Pesek says the caretaker government will be 
in power for one year is not expected to make structural reforms and will instead focus on continuing Abe's COVID response. But Pesek says there's very little fiscal space left for Japan, which is in recession. Japan is the Philippines' top source of official development assistance. From a policy standpoint, you wouldn't accept very big changes, expect very big changes, because, you know, the problem with Abenomics is you've seen a lot of stimulus. You haven't seen a lot of structural reforms that Abe promised. He promised a kind of Ronald Reagan, Margaret Thatcher-like Big Bang and never came. But the odds of that happening in the next 12 months are pretty low. So I think you'll just see kind of smooth sailing mm -hmm. as smooth as possible in the next 12 months. Pesek also believes Japan's chief cabinet secretary, Yoshihide Suga, is the best person to succeed Abe. He probably would be the official who would represent continuity um, for the most part. Uh, the markets would like that. Uh, economists would like that. Business people would like that. You can argue left and right whether or not Abenomics has been a very uh, powerful and successful economic revival plan. But if you're worried about, you know, where things where things go from now in Japan, Suga would be a, a safer choice. And he's, I would argue, the most likely choice. Hospital bed capacity for COVID-19 patients in most parts of the country no longer near critical levels. That's according to COVID-19 treatment czar Leopoldo Vega. After the interagency task force ordered hospitals to provide more beds for coronavirus patients. Kami na mga different extension facilities na mga hospital. Kaya ito yung ginawa namin sa sa Amang Rodriguez. Nag-magi-extend kami na mga 50 bed hospitals or mga 70 bed hospital nila para magkaroon sila ng more allocated beds. Ito yung ginawa namin sa ibang Rizal Provincial, Rizal Medical Center at saka sa Jose Reyes. So sa mga tuwid itong treatment. Ang ibig sabihin nyo nito ay to improve on the clinical services. Meanwhile, Vega says government is constantly improving its assistance for medical frontliners. Ang pagtest ng mga health workers ito ay libre na ho sa lahat ng mga health workers, whether lalong lalong na sa mga frontliners kung nasa high risk kategory sila. Pwede ho sila matest ng kanilang mga hospitals or magpa-appointment magpa sila sa mga mega facilities or pumula silang laboratory. So itong free testing, uh, itong uh, accommodation ng mga health workers natin at saka augmentation ng mga health workers lalong-lalo na sa mga hospitals with a high case of COVID ay ginagawa po ngayon para magkaroon ng uh, better uh, uh, work uh, working condition po ang ating mga In sports, the Boston Celtics are halfway to eliminating the defending NBA champions, the Toronto Raptors. The Celtics erase an eight-point deficit at the start of the fourth quarter to beat the Raptors 102-99 in Game 2 of their second-round series. Marcus Smart led Boston's comeback with five three-pointers in the final 12 minutes, while Jason Tatum added 34 points and Kemba Walker had 17. Over in the Western Conference, the Denver Nuggets advanced to the next round by outlasting the Utah Jazz 80-78 in their win-or-go-home Game 7. The game came down to the final shot with Utah's Mike Conley missing a three-pointer as time expired. 
Nikola Jokic led Denver with 30 points and 14 rebounds. The Nuggets, who came back from a 1-3 series deficit, will next play the Los Angeles Clippers. Filipino street food is an uncommon sight in New York, but residents of the Big Apple, well, they're now getting a taste of it. So Set Up NYC is the latest pop-up craze to hit the streets of Queens in New York City. There, foodies from all over the Big Apple line up to get a fix of authentic fish balls, isao, kikyam, and more. A family from the Philippine province of Pangasinan owns the stall. We wanted to bring that nostalgia back to New York. It's all about community in the Philippines. I was actually excited. I kind of miss Philippines. It is wonderful. I tried the balut and the kwe kwe. Definitely a first time for many of the things I had today. Yum. And that's today's edition of Dateline Philippines. Thanks for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Stay with us here on the news channel. Keep safe, everyone.